I am way beyond a fanatic. I'm God-possessed. Get it straight. There ain't a demon on the planet that likes Mark Barclay anymore. If that's you, clap and shout one. Say, I am God-possessed. You better get ready. Did you bring a Bible? Praise God. Welcome to the broadcast today. One of my longtime preaching friends, Pastor Richard Jolliffe, is going to be with me. We're going to talk about 2022. What's going on? What's coming next? And it's going to be powerful. And I join you with me. I just welcome you. I'm glad uh, to have you. May it mark your life. Listen, I'm holding in my hand uh, something different, but it's kind of on the same plane, you know. What on earth do we do now? And it's a great series. It's a short series, but it has a lot of insight to help us beat the powers of darkness and overcome even in these wild, weird, and even wicked last days. God is God. Jesus is on the throne. The Bible still works. And we're going we're gonna to confront some things, and we're going to show you how to get out of some things. Amen. I love preaching the Bible. I love teaching the Bible, and I love helping you. Thank you for that. And all of our partners, and you can become a partner if you want to, all of our partners, thank you for praying and sending money. It helps us get on all these stations and just keep making uh, more and more and more telecasts to help more and more people. Get a hold of us right now and get this. And get ready. I hope you got your Bible with you. You're going to need it in the next few seconds. In Jesus' name, amen. Did you bring a Bible? Yeah. I got this sizzling hot message, so I'm not trying to get anybody into hell. I'm trying to get everybody off that road and turn them around and get them on the highway to heaven. You put your eyes on Jesus and you're on the highway to heaven. Imagine these two gates. Now these gates are to eternity. That's why salvation is called eternal salvation. Oh, wait a minute. Or eternal damnation. That's why this is called everlasting life. Once you are born again, you better do something with what God put in your life. You better not be spent for nothing. You better be ready to get ready. Wow. You got to be able to say to your God, or at least ask him, was I worth dying for? Someone said a while back, hey, Dr. Barclay, are you still reading your Bible? I mean, you believe the Bible? And I said, oh, yeah, without the Bible, we're doomed. Well, she said, I was listening to a really famous preacher, and he said, don't read the Old Testament. I said, well, that's too bad that you'd listen to somebody that far <laughs> off. Yeah. Well, that, I heard someone else say, let's not read the red letters because they're not for us today. Uh, same answer. We're going to read the whole Bible because it's the roadmap for life. Every creator and every manufacturer has an assembly manual and a user's manual. This is it. There is no better way to walk across the planet than from cover to cover Bible. And it's getting pretty clear, fairly blatant of those who still read it and live it and those who don't simply by looking at the condition of their life. Last broadcast, we were dealing, we meaning Pastor Richard Jolliffe and myself, 
we were dealing with some of these last days deals and things going on in 2022 and beyond. And so I've invited Pastor Richard to come back again, and we're just going to get into it for a few minutes and deal with some end time stuff. So Amen. Pastor Richard, say hi, yes, preach sir. a little bit, do Great something. Great to be with you and to have this opportunity. It's always an honor. So in reading the I Predict and going through it, um, you know, one of the concurrent themes that's there is about how evil is trying to per, is permeating into is in society is perme, trying to permeate into the church. Yeah. And one of the things you talked about in the I predict is that we need to guard ourselves from being fooled by familiar spirits, which begs the question. So we could be people can be fooled and are being fooled. But kind of yes. talk about these familiar yeah. spirits, what those are, if you would, and explain what that means. Well, you know, Matthew 24 when they asked Jesus, give us a sign of the times, when's the, when's the end of the world? Uh, the first thing out of the Lord's mouth to answer was, as far as instructions, right. let no man deceive you. So that tells me it's possible to be deceived. The scriptures say that even the very elect could be deceived, right? And so uh, Timothy, when... Uh, uh, in Timothy, it's, when he wrote, it said, you know, Paul said, of course, by the Holy Spirit, Paul is the secretary, Timothy's the pastor. Right. It said perilous times would come, but it doesn't, in that text, it doesn't list earthquakes, right. famines. We're seeing plenty of that. Sure. But the prediction there was the deterioration of morals. Right. That humans would begin to behave and live like they never met Jesus Christ at all. One time Paul said, I have a lot of things to tell you, but, but Corinthians, but I can't because you're just too carnal. In the Greek language, it says you're still thinking and behaving like mere humans, yes. even though you met Jesus Christ. And so we see this time and again. If you read through Matthew 24, which is like the book of Revelation of the Gospels, you'll see that it isn't just one time deception talks about false teachers, false prophets. We are, we are loaded with this. Yes. They, they, I mean, there are teachers, preachers everywhere, on every corner. Now with social media, whoa, man. And so you can go shopping for anything that scratches your itch, the Bible says. Yeah. And we're living in that day. Yeah. But also, Pastor Richard, it talks about I think something even more dangerous because danger in a way has always been around us. Mm -hmm. Deception has always been sure. somewhere since the fall of man. Right. But in the last days, which is the day you and I live in, it says they would turn their ears away from the truth. Mm -hmm. That means no more church attendance. Right. That means I don't want to hear it. Right. I'm done with it. Been right. there, done that. Yeah. Um, when you turn your ears away from the truth, it also says it, it causes what the, new, what the King James calls a falling away. Yes. But falling away, it makes it look like you were walking and all of a sudden you fell off the cliff. Right. But this was a decision mm -hmm. people made. So it's really like a walking away, a turning away. And so that's the element we're dealing with. And that's why a good shepherd, a good pastor is going to just... He's going to drive through rep, the power of repetition, church, attendance, altar, prayer, 
purge yourself, deliver yourself, read your Bible, memorize your Bible, come study your Bible with your pastor, and on and on and on. These simple, simple God connectors that people are acting like, oh, I love Jesus. The Lord knows my heart. Right. And they're going to get sucked into this darkness, man. I'm seeing it. So oh, are you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's interesting that the disciples before the Lord um, ascended into heaven, their question to the Lord was, will you restore your kingdom at this time? Is this it? Is this the end, basically? Right. right. And his response was, it's not for you to know times nor seasons. It's almost like we spend more time today trying to figure out times and seasons watching the news, as, even as Christian believers, right, right, watching the news, right. listening to every prophetic right. voice, everybody that calls himself a prophet, says they got a word or whatever, um, instead of doing what he said, and that is being filled with the Holy Spirit, which you really see as the real important part Absolutely. of what's got to happen this Absolutely. year is, is that the Holy Spirit has, you have to give complete control to the Spirit. The least amount of God, the more devil. Yeah. Nobody lives for free in the planet. Yeah. You're a puppet. You're yeah. a vessel. Right. You're a temple. Right. Whatever, however you want to say it. So either Satan does this. Yeah. And we do this. Or God does this and we do this. Yeah. But man doesn't do this to himself. Oh. So. Yeah. People who are 50-50. Yeah. Double agents. Yeah. Talk for God, talk for the devil, live for God, live for the devil, go to church, go to the bar, claim sanctification, go get drunk, smoke dope, sleep around, claim purity. These are double agents. This is double agency. Yeah. This is deadly. Yeah. This is absolutely deadly. And we learn this from all the stories, like pick one. How about, how about Samson? He played around with someone he shouldn't. Right. He disobeyed his dad right. not to do that. Uh, so he's, now he's a dishonorable, unsubmitted son. Yeah. I guess his muscles led him more than, than fatherly guidance, uh, his own strength. But he, he knew Delilah didn't love him. You don't, you don't <laughs> go to bed with a woman and then she picks your brain and yeah. then she calls in the enemy soldiers to kill you <laughs> time and again. Because she loves you, right? <laughs> Even when you're in sin, you're not that stupid. Right. <laughs> so... That's what I see, is that people are almost like they're flirting with God and they're dating God, but they don't want to marry him. Yeah, yeah. They're flirting with church, but they don't want to be faithful. Right. They believe in the Bible, but they're not really living it. Yeah. Right? Yep. You know, it was interesting. I was reading a Watchman Nee. You've heard of him and, and some of his books. And one of the things he talked about is, is that if you have a revelation, but you don't have consecration... Yeah. You're not going to fulfill the revelation. Right. I think that Can't. we hear a lot about revelation today, information constantly. We live in an information age. But um, I love that I, I, an idea um, I had read uh, after one author had said that consecration is like you writing out a blank check. You sign your name to it. You put who it's to. But you don't get to fill in the blank. Yeah. Yeah. God like fills that. in the blank. You're the one that says to God, Look, I'm not in charge. You're in charge. You tell what amount. You say, I mean, when we dedicate ourselves to right. Christ's call, right. it isn't like we get to pick and choose right. how far we're going to go. I don't right. know how we somehow think how that got in the church. Uh, and that doesn't just fit we preachers. Right. 
I'm right. so tired of people. Yeah, yeah, well, you're a pastor. Yeah, well, you're ordained. You're yeah, a preacher. You have to do No, that. we're not about believership. We're talking about being a believer. This is every Christian. Absolutely. Today, I was thinking about my dear friend, Charles Caps. He's now in heaven, but yes. you know him and I oh, were pretty yeah. close friends. Yes. And Charles made a statement here preaching once. He said, a lot of people are, are uh, saying the way Jesus said to live, but they're not living the way Jesus said. Yeah. And that it, therein lies a really root problem. Right. Uh, someone told me the other day, well, you know, the Bible says only believe. Okay, stop. <laughs> there, there's a rest of that verse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Believing makes things possible. Mm-hmm. But there is nowhere where Jesus said, you don't have to follow me, you know, come, accept me, endorse me, and go back to, you know, right. like, like a lot of even preachers say today. Praise God, we got born again. Let's go get a beer. Right. And it's like they, they, this disconnection, they can't connect the dots that make the true picture. Yeah. That's what's killing us. Oh, yeah. That's what's, and I think Satan... This, back to your original question, these familiar spirits and deceiving spirits, these are, these, this seduction's for real. It is for real. This isn't just something we preach. This is what's happening to people. And as Christian leaders, you can ask any true Christian leader. We're watching that just like wringing a nose, put the clip on it, and, and Satan tugs the little piece of rope, and you got to follow and it's like, how would they ever resist? As the demonic activity is increasing, we're seeing more and more people walking out the door. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it seemed like, like in 2020 that pastors really played a stronger role because of the COVID stuff. And, right. You know, but then it seemed like when we got in 2021, there was a real attack against ministry because there was just a lot of stuff that was being said that wasn't happening. Yes. And it really and yes. began to undermine the integrity of ministry. So, Doc, what are some things that people should really look at when they're looking for leadership in, in, in this realm of the prophetic, in the realm of the pastoral ministry, of being in a good church? What are some, what are some benchmarks they really need to make sure are there? Well, number one, go to church. Yeah. Because most people that are having this issue with multiple voices. Right. Most of them now speaking prophetic things that don't come to pass. Right. No offense. Yeah. A lot of, and what happened, and we witnessed it as well yeah. as everybody else. We now, I'm not sure we can just came right out and say we trust that preacher's voice to prophesy absolutes anymore. Yeah. We might still admire them. Right. We might still love their work in the earth. Yes. We might love them. Yeah. But when you prophesy time and again and it don't come to pass at all. <laughs> uh, so number two, number one, go to church yeah. and quit making the internet your church. Yeah. I'm an internet preacher. I'm a, I, I hit, we hit millions of households a week on television. Absolutely. We're on television with you right now. Right. I'm not putting the system down, but it's very hard to be pastored by television. Yeah. Number two, we should be really smart, all of us, to follow the example of Jesus Christ when it comes to prophetic utterance. You won't find him telling anybody what kind of car they drove, right. the address of their house, right. a date. Right. This is going to happen on this date. So-and-so is going to be in office. So-and-so is going to be, this football team is going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Come on. This one, that one. This, this is not church business, first of all. Right. 
And now what's happened is we have some very highly respected, I almost want to say formerly respected, much loved voices right. that a lot of people have listened to and it, it just didn't come to pass. Right. Now, I don't want to say what I'm going to say, but the Lord wants me to. I've noticed this, and I'm not a judgmental guy. I just mind my own business the best I know how. Right. But I notice going to a lot of meetings, bigger meetings, charismatic meetings, especially ministers' meetings. Someone gets up and prophesies what we want to hear, the way we hope this goes. Right. So we clap. Sometimes they give that preacher a standing ovation yeah. because it's what we wanted to hear. It's what we believe. It's the way we think it should go. But then it doesn't go that way. And the prophecy by far doesn't come to pass. Right. But you know, Pastor Richard, it's like hardly anybody cares. Right. Because in the next meeting, the same people are called up. They prophesy, it still doesn't come to pass, yeah. but they get a standing ovation. And all the time this is going on, the real prophetic voice seems to be kicked to the corner yeah. and in the shadows. Yeah. So we more and more, like Jesus said, we're being led by a lot of false utterances. Right. I'm right. not going to say false preachers, though there are some, yeah. but just utterances. So why would, here's my point, I'm not putting anybody down, we're sure. not saying any names. Right. Why would we be led by that? Right. Instead of the Bible, our pastor, the elders of the church where we attend, because we know them. Yeah, right. We know them. We don't just admire them and desire them. Yeah. We know them. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a big trap yeah, it's that a major, people are into. It's sort of like this attitude of Ahab where he, when he talked to Jehoshaphat and said, he yeah. said, well, I don't ask that guy anything because he never says what I want to hear. I talk to this group of prophets because they always tell me what I, right. well, I'm going to win the battle. Yeah. I'm going to come out okay. Yeah. I don't need to repent or yeah. change or get on my knees. And you really see this, these uh, levels of consecration as spiritual things that God has given to us for this year. They're weapons. Major weapons that he has given to us. They're weapons. Yeah. And we should, nobody on this planet anywhere should know more about the supernatural, praying to God, yeah. working with angels, binding demons, discerning demonic activity. Yeah. The, we should champion forgiveness so we're not unjust servants. Right. We know about church, so why aren't we there? Yeah. Why is your church? If, I, I know Amazing Grace. Yeah. If everybody that calls you pastor and calls Amazing Grace their church, uh -huh. ever came at one time, Oh, you better be finding some new chairs. Absolutely. But, but don't worry about new chairs. <laughs> right. Same with, same with here. This is a, just like Amazing oh, Grace. Yeah. Living Word, I think this is a great church. Man. Absolutely. These are great people. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't, I've been here over 40 years. I don't know how to get them in the chairs. Right, right. So that, I'm not judging, I'm not saying names, but it tells me that there's a distraction yeah. There's a pull. Yeah. There's a draw to keep people away from our voice and get them to just punch a button and hear any old voice. Right. And, and keep them out of fellowship and out of church and, and therefore less and less faith and therefore less and less resistance. Submit to God, yeah. the Bible says, and resist the devil. Well, how yeah. do you submit to God? I'm submitted to you. 
Yeah. And then go live rebellious life. Right. That's not submission. Something doesn't jive. And the devil knows that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we have been given great weapons to beat all darkness, all filthiness, everything that could guide us and lead us to hell. We already have. So going back to something you said in the last broadcast, it just ties in with this. This is not a drill. Right. This this is the real warfare. And you have real weapons that you need to be applying to your life. Right. Instead of just thinking, yeah, well, this is a dummy round. Nobody's going nobody's gonna to get hurt. Exactly. Nothing's going to happen. That's, that's right? right. And America is shaking under this because it's what we believe. Uh, people have said, all of my life I've heard, oh, that would never happen here. This is the United States of America. Well, that could never, oh, that would never happen. Hey, I live in Michigan. We just came out of like second class tyranny. Yes. Only second, it seemed like anyhow, Yes. only second to, to the full Marxism and communism of Hitler. I mean, we could go in a store, but only the one our government chose. Mm. And while you're in there, you can only buy in what aisle they said you could buy. Yeah, still. And you can't work in your backyard. I own my backyard. It's unbelievable. And so we tasted this. Don't tell me this isn't for real and that we're exaggerating. Yeah. This is all meant, hear me. This is all meant to get you isolated to your home, trusting the scientists, trusting the government, and not trusting your God, the Bible, or your preacher. And now we got an army of preachers that are telling you not to trust the Bible. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And we're dumb enough to fall for it. And see, you really really believe that there's an opportunity, and you talk about this in the I Predict, that for fear to be broken, I mean, really be broken. A lot of believers are living in fear. I, yeah. I, I mean, not just a few believers, a lot of believers, like what you said. I fight off fear well, sometimes. Well, sure we do. You know, every time, it seems like every six to eight weeks, a new variant's being talked about. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all of the economy things that are going on and the uncertainty. But still, you see that fear is going to be broken this year. Can, can be if can we do be. the things we're supposed to do. Fear will never go away. It's the food of the unbeliever. Satan preaches it well. So do some people. Yeah. It's going nowhere. Right. It's here to stay. It's always been here. But so is faith. But the Bible says only faith causes us to overcome this world. Yeah. Faith comes by hearing. Yes. Not even reading. Right. Our eye has never been given permission to extract faith. Yes. Only our ears. Ears. Boy, that's good. So you can read all you want to, and you should. Now, you can get revelation, you can get inspired, you can get knowledge, you can get wisdom by studying and reading. But, but that will help you, because without biblical knowledge, you can easily be destroyed. But faith only comes by hearing, and hearing, not psychology, oh, not poetry, not a comedian, though you can laugh at church. It comes by hearing the Word of God preached. Yeah. And the best advice I have for you to do that is find yourself a true church with a Bible pastor who walks it with God and get in that chair and bring your family and stay there. Yeah. Because that's one of the greatest medicines and resistance that we have right now. And you know hundreds of churches in America that are good Bible believing 
preaching church. I mean, if people contacted your ministry, say, I live in this area, I need to get it. They could contact you, easy. right? I mean, easy enough and find Same out. Same with you. Yeah, I mean, there's people easy. that you know that. So, I mean, that's not an excuse that I don't know where to go. And Right. But I do. Go ahead. I think it's a problem that, you know, like you said earlier, we're on the Internet, we're on television. But that is not a substitute for a house of believers right. that you're a part of and a pastor that right. you're dealing with. It's a perfect message for a grown-up Adam. Adam's no longer a baby sinner in Eden. This is the maturity now heading all the way to the Antichrist himself. The message of the day is perfect for a lazy, yeah. uncommitted, yes. undisciplined person who wants to go to heaven, really wants to escape hell, and, and has a desire to go to heaven, but only because they don't want to go to hell. Right. So let's take the route of least energy. Mm -hmm. Let's say one prayer, two paragraphs, yeah. and be saved forever and do nothing else. And yay, I'm on my way to heaven. Yeah. Doesn't work that way, and you better look in a little bit deeper. But that is the cloud of deception yeah. that is setting on the body of Christ. You're seeing it, Pastor. Oh, yeah. Well, I love Jesus, Pastor. Well, I'm doing my best. Well, really? Well, I say here, we go to church three times a week, Thursday night, Sunday morning, Sunday night. Where were you? Right. Well, it isn't really my business where you were. Yeah. It's my business to say, where were you? In other words... What distracted you? What is so eternally important <laughs> to raising your children, keeping your marriage, staying healthy, beating the devil, beating poverty, debt, lack, fear? What, is, what drew you away that's going to stabilize you like, like getting faith in a church service? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But they do it night and day. Yeah, and when, some, when we say things like, well, God, I love you. You know, well, I love God. Yeah. Well, Jesus said, if you love me, obey me. I mean, yeah. he made it. I mean, how do you make that any clearer for you Pete's can't. sake? You can't. You, That's you, why we know it's a deception. <laughs> no, it's crystal clear. It is. Yeah. But, when, but the problem with being deceived is you're deceived. Yeah. You, th you will swear to God the way you see it is right. Yeah. Yeah. And right? it's a deception. And, it, and it it's going to drag a lot of people to hell. They're going to live like they're in hell on the earth. They're going to they're going to pretend. Well, they're not pretending uh, necessarily. Right. They feel like they're OK with God and they're going to go to heaven. But they are disqualified on every package of instruction that God gave to find your way to heaven. They don't do it. They don't say it. They don't do it. They don't say it. But up here, I said a sinner's prayer and everything's going to be OK. Yeah. Yeah. So our verse for the year, if we're going to overcome, it's got to be by the blood of the Lamb, the Jesus. word of our testimony. Yes. And we cannot love ourselves nope. more than we love God. If you don't know Jesus Christ of Nazareth, this is your moment of time. Give your life to him right now. He takes everybody, good, not yes. so good, rich, poor, younger, older. And if you don't know what to do, you can contact uh, myself here at this ministry, Pastor Richard at his, and uh, praise God, get hooked up. In the name of Jesus, I declare you will give your life to God yeah. and you'll begin to live it. Now, all of you that know Jesus, my challenge to you is what you've heard Pastor Richard and I talk about today and last week, and that is you must be a 
doer yes. of the Word of God. The New Testament says, just like there was a desire to do it, there must be a performance that follows. Don't be self-deceived and think you're okay when you're not doing what Jesus said to do. Yeah. Hey, God bless you. I'm going to see you on the next broadcast. Tell everybody about it. Amen.